and welcome back to the Hard Feelings Podcast, the mental health podcast where we talk about anxiety and depression, aka hard feelings. If you missed last week's episode, it was a fun one. We talked about health anxiety, which is something I experience all the time. If you are someone who always worries yourself literally sick, I definitely recommend you check that episode out. I talked about a lot of coping mechanisms that I use to get through health anxiety, and it was just a good one. It was a good conversation. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Also, be sure to check out my Instagram, YouTube channel, a TikTok, all that good stuff. If you like the makeup I'm wearing today, you will only be seeing that if you're on YouTube. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you're like, ooh, what cool makeup? Come on over to Instagram. I'll show it to you there. I'm wearing this really cool multi-chrome graphic liner look today. I have glitter in my eyebrows. It's quite the time, so definitely come say hi over there. You can also see my fun earrings that I'm wearing. But yeah, enough talking about things that have nothing to do with today's topic, and let's get into today's topic, which is people-pleasing. Pathological people-pleasers, raise your hands. I'm raising my hand, for those of you not watching, because man, oh man, am I a people-pleaser. I'm pretty sure I came out of the womb people-pleasing. I'm pretty sure I asked the doctor if I could do anything to help the second I entered this world, because it just feels so, so ingrained in me, and it's something I want to work on. It's something that is having a big effect on my mental health, specifically my anxiety. I'm sure a lot of you who also struggle with anxiety can relate that it just feels like they coincide a lot of the time, right? Because as anxious people, we don't want to cause conflict. We do not want to get into an argument. Our heartbeat's already a little bit quicker than everybody else's, and yeah, just a little bit of conflict into that, and I'm bordering on a panic attack because I'm so anxious. And for many years, I just thought that this was something that I could deal with, you know? I just decided, let me be agreeable. Let me just okay people to death. Anytime that somebody says something that I don't agree with and I can tell that an argument is going to ensue if I express my opinion, I'll just choose to say okay and nod my head and try to change the conversation just because it's easier. And that's always what I've told myself, right? It is so much easier to agree with someone than to disagree with someone because if you agree with them, they feel good, they're happy, that makes me feel happy, but if they say something and I disagree with them, that's not gonna make them happy, you know? And that's what my anxious brain is telling me. I should clarify, I don't truly believe that everybody who I disagree with is going to become viscerally angry and escalate and it's gonna be this much bigger conflict that really is going to lead to permanent hurt feelings and just create a much larger issue. But that's what my anxious brain tells me, right? Because our anxious brain always prepare us for the worst case scenario, which just causes me to never disagree with anyone in the first place. But okay, is it really easier to just be agreeable and to okay people to death and never have any conflict? Maybe, but at what cost? You know, what really is easier? Well, I can avoid conflict that way. It destroys me inside. And I think a lot of you with anxiety can probably relate to that. People pleasers can relate to that. Being so agreeable to avoid conflict, but the more and more you push down these feelings of disagreement, they just boil up inside of you. And then maybe you have a day where they all burst out of you all at once and you have a big conflict that could have been avoided by just going through the littler conflicts. I haven't had one of those big outbursts myself yet. I'm hoping that I can deal with my people pleasing before I get to that point where I have the outburst. But yeah, people pleasing 
is not doing anyone any favors. It's not letting people get to know the real you. I'm saying this fully to myself as much as I'm saying this to you because this is a topic that I don't have a ton of coping skills around yet. I know what the solution is. I know the solution is to stand up for myself when I feel that something is not right. I know the solution is to incite conflict if necessary, to disagree with people if necessary, to just stop being so gosh dang agreeable all the time. Clearly, that's the solution and that's what can be so frustrating about anxiety. Often with severe anxiety also comes painful self-awareness and I say painful because we, with people with anxious brains, we have awareness of what the problem is, what the solution could be, but we don't think that solution's viable for ourselves. So if I had a friend come to me, if you came to me and said, hey, I'm having trouble with like people pleasing to a fault, I'm being overly flexible to the point where I am spreading myself way too thin, I'm taking on all of these jobs that I should be saying no to just because I don't wanna hurt anyone's feelings, I would look you straight in the eyes and say, stop it, just start saying no. You don't need to people please to be a good person. You are not a bad person for saying no. Saying no, no is a full sentence. You can fully say no to things and that's fine. It's okay to disagree with people. I would tell all of this to you, but for me, my brain tells me that advice does not apply to you. And that's like anxiety in a nutshell, right? Able to give advice, able to have the self-awareness to give advice to other people, but having trouble applying it to yourself. That's a big reason why I'm making this podcast too, because I feel like it's a little accountability here, right? You know, being able to say, I'm looking you right in the eye, if you're watching the visual podcast, I'm looking you in the eye, but I'm also looking at myself in the viewfinder, looking at myself in my reflection saying, hey, this advice applies to you too. You are also allowed to use no as a full sentence, you know? And I find the topic of flexibility really interesting. I Somebody left a comment on one of my Instagram posts talking about people pleasing. This Claire said, thanks for being so flexible, no problem. I base my worth on how much I do for other people because my brain convinced me that I don't deserve to exist without labor. Oh my gosh, I could not agree more with this. Isn't that really what it comes down to, right? When you're constantly being flexible people saying, oh, I can work late, I can come in early, I can do this extra task for no extra pay because we base a lot of our worth around our ability to provide value, to provide labor, you know? I know I definitely feel that way when I take on way more that I can chew, but you know, I think there's kind of two sects when it comes to people pleasing. There's the flexibility sect of it where you know, it's more based around like workplace tasks, people giving you, doing favors for people, stuff like that. And then there's the level of people pleasing where you just let people walk all over you, where you just let people demean you, you let people say things that you don't agree with and you don't stand up for yourself. And they're both equally bad. They're both absolutely equally bad. People pleasing pops up in so many places. You know, some people grow up in an environment where people pleasing is the only safe choice for them. If they disagree with the person that's raising them or the environment they're growing up in, that puts them in an unsafe position. I'm very lucky I did not grow up in that position. I think what has happened for me and what happens for a lot of people is that when we're very young, we're taught to respect authority. We're taught 
to respect what adults have to say. So we start people pleasing at a very young age and we see positive results from that. Who else always got written on their report cards? A pleasure to have in class. Very polite, very pleasant to have around, you know? And we, we take those compliments and we think, oh my gosh, that's wonderful. I'm so glad they said I'm a pleasure to have in class because I'm so quiet and I always raise my hand and I never cause conflict. And obviously I'm not blaming these teachers or anything. I was a pleasure to have in class. They were not wrong at all. But you know, all of this stuff just confirms for our young brains that what we're doing is good. Being polite is good. I was raised to be very polite, which is not a bad thing at all. It's a good thing to be polite. It's good to not be rude, but my little anxious brain took it a little too far and took any sort of disagreement is being impolite. And I'm here to tell adult me and adult you, I, I don't think any children are listening to this if they are. Hey kids, but this is me telling you that you are not being rude if you disagree with someone. It is not impolite to stand up for yourself, you know? And that's something I'm gonna need to write on my mirror so I see every day because it's, it's a hard thing to put into practice. Like I said, it's easy for me to say these things. It's easy for me to see the solution to this problem, but my anxious brain is actively working against me every second of the day saying, nope, that advice does not apply for you. It'll be rude if you do it. It'll be offensive if you do it. It won't go well if you do it. You'll alienate everyone you love if you disagree with them. And that sucks. And I think it is just something that you have to practice. I, it's something I've talked to my therapist about a little bit and she gave me the advice to just try it little bits at a time. You know, you don't need to apply this advice to every single aspect of every conversation you ever have, just try it in little ways, you know? Maybe it's just saying no to one thing, you know? Hey, can you stay a little late today? No, I'm sorry, I can't, I have plans. You don't have to give any, you don't even have to say that. You can just say, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, no is a full sentence, you can just say no. But you know, if you have to add on the I'm sorry, Okay, you know, just, but say no, still say no. Don't give this whole all or nothing attitude. I've mentioned that in other episodes before too, my episode talking about taking social media breaks. Having an all or nothing attitude about making positive changes to your mental health can just make it unattainable for a lot of people. And it can make it disappointing when you mess up. It's okay to mess up. Don't even view it as messing up, you know? Just view it as like, okay, this is a little bump in my journey. My journey, your mental health journey is never gonna be a straight line. It's gonna be ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And it's better to try than to not try at all. So. That's my advice for the both of us, okay? We're gonna get up every day and look in the mirror and we're gonna say no. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. No, 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 that's not what we're gonna do. We are gonna get up every day, tell ourselves that we believe in ourselves, we are confident in our opinions, we trust our intuition, and if somebody says something we don't agree with, we're gonna do our best to stand up for ourselves. We might not get it every time, but we're gonna get it sometimes, and hey, that's a great start. All right, now it's time to move on to our next segment of the Hard Feelings, a mental health podcast, where I talk about a coping mechanism, and the one that I have been loving lately is popping in a pair of headphones and turning up my music and just walking around my house for a while. This may seem obvious, this may seem silly to most of you, you're like, what, that's a coping mechanism? But hey, it's not something I tried for a long time and it's been a game changer for me. Literally, yeah, I could just put music on the speaker in my house, I could just put play music on my phone and that would be fine, but something about putting in 
these little headphones, which these like suction cup into my ears. They create a real good seal. They also like, oh, my music just started playing. Pardon me, Taylor Swift, I'm doing a podcast. But they create a nice suction on my ears, so they're also somewhat noise canceling. And then I play my music to a level that doesn't hurt my ears, but you know, is loud enough to drown out all other sound. Sometimes I dance, I'm being fully honest with you. Sometimes I will straight up sing and dance around my apartment and that helps me to shake out the nerves a lot too. That's like an actual scientific proven thing is shaking out your body can help you move on from that emotion. If you're feeling anxiety, shake. Literally shake it off. Listen to Taylor Swift, shake it off if you want. That's that's one of my favorite anxiety songs to physically shake myself out to. I'm gonna link a TikTok down below. I found a really helpful TikTok from a therapist talking about different body movements, body shaking you can do to shake off certain emotions. She had one for anger, which was like beating your chest was one of them. And then one for anxiety was like hugging yourself and like different things. I don't know, I don't remember all of them, but I'm gonna link it down below because I think there's so much value to movement when you're feeling anxiety or you're feeling sad or you're feeling anxious like there there is things that can help you in the immediate time I know I'm like going into multiple coping mechanisms now you can do them with your headphones in that was the initial coping mechanism was to put in your headphones get yourself these were so cheap this is I got these for 20 bucks on Amazon I'll put them in the show notes if you want to check them out I know you can't if you can't see me I'm holding up a cutesy little pair of like airpod knockoffs but they're great I put them in they're noise canceling I play my music really loud and sometimes I have to do that in like the middle of my day. I'll just put on like one song and I'll just walk. I'll pace for a while. It's the movement is really all what it comes down to. It's the blocking out the outside noise and getting movement in my body that just helps me to feel less anxious to the point where I can get on with my day. All right, in our last segment before we wrap things up for this week is of course the mental health related song of the week. I say of course, this is the second time I'm doing it. But so this week's song is it's a Taylor Swift song, okay? Even if you're not a Swifty, I'm gonna need you to listen to this anyways because Mirrorball, in my opinion, is one of her best songs ever written. It is a song written specifically for the people pleasers because she says, I want you to know I'm a Mirrorball. I'll show you every version of yourself tonight. Think about that, a Mirrorball, you know, obviously a disco ball, but has little mirrors all over it, literally reflecting back whatever is reflected onto that. And I feel that resonates with me so hard as a people pleaser because sometimes people will compliment you, you know, say like, oh, I love your personality. And I always wanna say, thanks, it's yours. I'm, I'm just mirroring you back, you know? I'm having a conversation with a new person and I'm picking up on little pieces of their personality and I'm just reflecting that back to them to make me the most likable to them. And that's what the whole song Mirrorball is about. She says, they called off the circus, burned the disco down when they sent home the horse and the rodeo clowns, I'm still on that tightrope. I'm still trying everything to get you laughing at me. I'm still a believer, but I don't know why. I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try. That line really resonates with me too. I, I do feel exactly like that. I don't even have a summary for the phrase, I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try. And I feel like a lot of us with anxiety, with people pleaser tendencies, can relate to feeling like we have to try so hard to come off naturally. And that's why sometimes it's just easier to reflect people's personalities right back to them because there's no chance of them not liking us if we just act exactly how we think they want us to act. 
and you know it works like I said earlier with the people pleasing sometimes being agreeable feels easier but at what cost you know we're pushing it all down you're pushing down your true authentic self pushing down your true authentic feelings and one day it's gonna blow up and it's gonna be much worse than when if you were to just disagree with someone in the first place so this is something I need to work on. I'll definitely update you as I move along in my journey. I challenge us all this week to just one conversation. Disagree about one thing. You know opportunities are gonna come up, right? The opportunities always come up. Don't be agreeable for one time, at least. I think we can do it. I believe in us. And um, yeah, this is it. This is the end of the episode. So I thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of the Hard Feelings Podcast. It's so lovely to have you here. If you are watching the visual podcast and want to know any of the makeup details of all this lovely makeup I have on my face, they will be linked down below for you. So definitely check that out. And if you're not watching the visual podcast, come say hello. Come subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, go subscribe on Spotify. I don't know. Wouldn't kill you to subscribe everywhere, would it? I don't think so. But yeah, thanks so much for your support. And I uh, will see you guys next time. Bye.